0: That's a good place. 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 Overwhelming. Unconditional. Amazing. Awesome love of God. The Him hymn writer said, When nothing else could do it, love lifted me. Come on and put those hands together. Give God praise this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated for a moment. Good morning, good morning, Hopewell. Good morning, good morning, good morning, Hopewell. Amen. Am I the only one? I said good morning, Hopewell. Amen. Good morning to those that are watching online, those in person. Help me praise God for our online audience, Hope at Home we thank god for you and so glad the lord has led you this way whether in person or online we're glad that you're here a part of the whole world experience to all of our first-time guests we're so excited that you're with us come on hope well help me praise god for all of our first-time guests if you're a first-time guest just lift your hands just wave at me wave at me if you're a first-time guest first-time guest just wave your hand amen our ushers are giving you a connections card. If you can fill that out in its entirety and then place it in the offering basket after service, uh, we'll greatly appreciate it. It's just our way, our point of contact um, to be able to stay in contact with you and to thank you for coming and being a part of the Hope Well Experience. Amen. Listen, um, listen, We a few weeks ago we prayed big and we prayed bold um, and God answered our prayers. It just wasn't in the way that we thought um, that he was going to do it. This past week, uh, Mrs Chazelle's son, um, Caitlin Posey, went home to be with the Lord. Uh, we, prayed, we prayed hard. <laughs> we prayed strong during our time of um, consecration. As we fasted before the Lord. We interceded. Um, and it's one of those things that the sovereignty of God is an awesome thing, but it can be a frustrating thing at the same time. When God does not answer the way that you thought that he would. I was encouraged. Dr. Lane sent me a text this week, and it really encouraged me. Even though we don't understand it, our job is yet still to trust him. Our job is yet still to trust him and knowing that he is still wise, even in his doing. God is still wise in his doing. Amen. So listen, we're not going to stop our prayers. We're going to continue um, to pray big and to pray bold for Ms. Zetta um, Good news, I talked to Big Rodney yesterday and he said that um, she is progressing. She is progressing. Amen. We thank God for progress. She's still on the ventilator, but the ventilator is not doing all of the breathing for her. She's doing some of it, So we praise God for that. Yeah, we praise God for progress. So we're going to continue to pray strong. We're going to continue to pray big. We're going to continue to pray bold. Uh, We definitely want to pray that God's grace will be sufficient um, because she does not know about Caitlin. Um, And so we want to pray that God's grace will be sufficient for her. Um, Big Rotten has been adamant that he wants no one to tell her nothing and that he would be the one to tell her when the time is right. When the time is right. Um, so, we're going to keep you all posted. Thank you for those that have been um, helping with meals, making sure they didn't have to worry about anything to eat. Thank you so much, Team Hopewell, just for being um, who you are. We're going to continue once again to pray big for that family and to pray bold for that family. I have a few other things, but I'll share that um, at the end of service. Grab your Bibles and go with me to Jude chapter 1. Jude chapter 1. Somebody's like, What? Go to your table of contents. Praise God. June, Jude chapter 1. Just two verses, thank God for Brother LaCajie here for leading us in the worship this morning. Amen. I love it, I love it, I love it. I love it to see young men praising God, amen, and leading us into the presence of God. Brother, we thank you. Uh, Thank you so much for coming and being with us this morning. Jude chapter one, to all of our elders, ministers, our deacons, our mothers, to all of you God's people, We're so glad to be in the land of the living one more time. Jude chapter 1. Just two verses, 24 and 25. I'm taking it back old school, going to the King James Version. Jude 1, 24 and 25. When you have it, say amen. If you don't just say, wait on me, Reverend, wait on me. My finger's still trying to find it. Jude chapter 1. 24 and 25 and it reads this now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise god our savior be glory majesty dominion and power both now and ever amen Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the power of your word. We thank you for your presence that has already filled the room. We pray, oh God, that your word will not fall on deaf ears, but that we've already made up in our minds that whatever it is your word is calling us to do, that we're going to do just that. Uh, we're going to obey, not, we're not going to obey reluctantly, but we're going to obey with joy, Father. Knowing that we Become more of your followers. We become more like you, Father God, when we obey you. Give preaching and teaching power this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people said, Amen. Just look at somebody that you didn't ride out the church with. Give them an air wave, an air hug, a thumbs up, a Wakanda something. Just let them know that you're glad to see him Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the lord we're closing out our series as we've been in the past few weeks entitled grace everybody say grace everybody say grace again Oh man, it's been an amazing time as the word of God has confronted us and our sins and our ways and our lifestyles and our behaviors helping us mother Simon to become better followers of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and not just better followers of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ mother Algie, but helping us to confront the man in the mirror helping us to be able to see ourselves and to deal with our sins and to deal with our issues and to come before God with tears in our eyes, praying that we come into Him with a repentant heart, meaning that we're desiring to turn away from that thing that has brought a breach, brother Ben, in our relationship with God, and causing us to become more closer to Him and walking more closer to His Word. It's so important as we close this out that we put a bow on the wrapping, to put a bow on the box, to help us to understand what it is that's going to help us to be able to continue on to do and to be what God. God has called for us to be here in Jude chapter one. Jude is the half brother. Of Jesus and I love it um, that he doesn't take that status and use it to be braggadocious and to brag and to let everybody know hey I'm Jesus' brother but he introduces himself right there in verse 1 as a servant of Jesus Christ Now, I'll be honest with you if Jesus is my brother I'm letting everybody know that he's my brother that he has all power that can your brother raise himself from the dead absolutely not but my brother can't can your brother raise people from the dead make the mute to be able to hear I'm i, mean, I, I, I and, and, and make the womb and make wombs be able to have children? No, absolutely not. But my brother can. But he takes the time to come in humbly and to introduce himself as a servant of Jesus Christ. He writes this book to Jewish believers intentionally and from the beginning, originally with the purpose, Brother Clark, in helping them to realize and to talk to them about their gift of salvation, Dr. Jessica, but because of false teachers that have been infiltrating the church, Elder James. He took the time to put that to the side and to be able to address false teachers and preachers that were presenting a gospel and a doctrine. That was not according to the word of God they were they were saying that grace was a license to be able to sin they 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 were individuals that had no idea of being shepherds of others they were good at being shepherds of themselves Jude goes on to talk about how at the time when there was a love feast when everybody came together to be able to have a good fellowship meal and to be able to eat and dine together people no matter what bit how much they had if they had little if they had a lot they bought what they they had and they presented it on the table so that everybody could be able to eat but these false preachers and teachers came to the table with nothing to offer Sister Tonya but they came with their Tupperware bowls ready to eat y'all know about those folks that you invite them over to a barbecue to your house and you tell folks they ask well hey what can I bring hey what can I I bring some pop I bring some chips and they don't come with nothing but their Tupperware bowls ministering ready to take something home to eat everybody ain't even ate yet and they already got their bowls out looking iron stuff out trying to figure out what they're going to take already counting up how they're going to get a little bit of this and a little bit of that and it's going to last them all week to half for lunch during the week while they're at work but nothing about others but only about themselves these is what jude is talking to he's talking to the church he's talking to the jewish believers alerting them and alerting them about the false teachers and preachers that are out there trying to not even trying, manipulating the gospel of jesus christ for their own personal gain And for their own status, I'm going to get to chapter verses 24 and 25, but I got to I can't get to that and not deal with what's going on in the context to help us to get a bigger picture of why Jude is saying what he is saying. It is so it is so crazy now that what Jude was dealing with then is the very same thing we're dealing with today. Oh man, if there was ever an easy enough, an easy enough time for you to promote yourself and to become famous, it's right now in the virtual sanctuary, in the virtual world. All you need is a good camera. All you need is a good microphone. All you need is a green screen behind you and make it look real mystical and majestic and awesome and amazing and you get five likes, five shares and you call yourself a prophet, you call yourself a preacher, you call yourself this or that. And now oh, all of a sudden overnight you don't became a proclaimer of the gospel of Jesus Christ no one no one no one is covering you no one has passed at you no one has mentored you no one has taught you you have served under nobody you've done none of that all of a sudden now you are a self-proclaimed preacher of the gospel not desiring to teach the gospel of jesus christ with the hopes that people would be saved now you have to realize now that we have false preachers and teachers that they love to be able to talk and that's what jude tells them that the people were really good with words they knew how to take words and make them sound real good and how to make them sound real fancy mr sister brian and people got caught up in the language but they failed to see the hearts Oh, you want you want to know how you can spot a false preacher, a teacher? They love to talk, but they can't stand people. And one thing that you have to understand, that if you're going to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, if you're going to do the ministry of Jesus Christ, at the heart of it, you can talk real good. You can have the best seminary degree. You can have an MDF. You can have a PhD. You can have study at some of the best schools. But at the heart of the matter, if you don't love God's people, I wish I had a church in here this morning that everything that you're saying means absolutely nothing. They're teaching, they're 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 talking good words, but at the heart of it, they care nothing about the people. They're trying to figure out how can we talk up a good enough game? So I can go to gucci.com and order me some new shoes. How can I talk of talk up a good a good enough game and make false promises that God is not even back enough to lure people in? Every time they make a post, they got their cash app connected to it. Every time they make a post, they got their Zelle connected to it. Every time they make a post, they have a way of letting you know of how you can be able to sow a seed (laughs) into the ministry. Jew is helping them to open up their eyes to be able to see. Don't fall for the okey dokie You have to, he, he he lets them know that listen, 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 listen. You have to play a part in your spiritual growth and development. You have to play a part in your own spiritual growth and development and recognizing the fact that you and I have to stay in the Word of God. You and I have to stay under good teaching and preaching of the Word of God. You and I have to stay connected under the real spirit sincere, true meat of the word of God. That way we can position ourselves to know when we hear something that's not of God and something that's just real sweet and sugary. Oh, if you never walk away, for your time with God. If you never walk away from church, there ought to be times you walk out of here, you feel empowered. I mean, you think you can leap over walls, you think you can climb mountains, but there ought to be times you walk out of here weeping. And because the word of God has confronted your heart, the word of God done get up in your business. The man of God, not even knowing what's going on in your life, but the spirit of God speaks to the man or woman of God and convicts you in your heart. You ought to walk out sometimes with your head down and realize, oh, how messed up I am. Oh, how tore up I am. But at the same time, lift your head up a little bit more and know that I have grace that I can be able to rely on for every issue, for every sin, for every mishaps that I have in my life. When the word of God confronts our hearts and our lives, it ought to cause us to shout and it ought to cause us to lament. Realizing... How amazing he is, how awesome he is, how holy he is, how righteous he is, and how I am nothing but filthy rags. He encouraged them to play a part in their spiritual growth and development. I say it often, and I'll continue to say it. Sunday is not enough. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Wednesday, if you tune in, is not enough. It has to be a daily. Thing that you and I do in, 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 in getting into the word of God and not just reading just to check it off our list but reading to feed reading to grow reading to be developed reading so that we can become more of a better follower of Jesus Christ today than we were the next day being able to be in a position that we have undistracted time that we can be able to pray to God and God be able to talk back to us in prayer and we talk to him in prayer to have undistracted time that we have time and moments in worshiping God. If I just ate once a week, my goodness, I will lose weight. If I just ate twice a week, man, I will lose weight. And honestly, the weight loss would not be good weight loss because I would be malnourished because I haven't had enough nutrients of food to help me to be able to grow and to be developed daily do I need to eat. And in fact, I eat multiple times a day and I'm a snacker. If we have the same mindset that we have with spiritual food, if we can do that, if we have the same, if we use the same mindset that we have with natural food when it comes to the word of God, man, would we be able to grow and not just grow so that we can say that we've grown, but to be spiritually mature and get to a place that when every wind and wave comes in our lives and every hellish moment and every valley, we won't be so quick to fall out and to pass out, But because I got the word of God down on the inside, I can be able to stand up and face any mountain, any river, any valley that comes my way because I got something on the inside. me of stability and the power to be able to stand when everybody else around me is falling out. Oh, it's the word of God. I dare somebody right now to get happy about the word of God. Oh, all you need is a word. Oh, if I get sick, not get me a doctor, but give me a word. Oh, when I get in trouble, get me help, but give me a word. All I need is a word from God, and a word will keep me through grief. The word will keep me through sickness. The will keep me oh oh that's why that's why that's why that's why that's why saints of god we have to be serious about our spiritual growth and development thank you holy ghost and that we don't put our spiritual growth and development in the hands of the pastor only Oh, let me go there real quick. Oh, let me go there real quick. Let me go there real quick. Oh, well, I'm not growing. Oh, because the pastor, he's not really preaching and teaching the word of God. No, 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 no. You're not growing because you're not showing up. <laughs> you're not growing because you're not you're not engaged. You're not growing. And here it is. Don't go nowhere Well, you're not growing. Oh, I just set somebody free right there. If you feel like you're not growing here at the well, we will celebrate you. We will love on you. I will help you find the church. My main goal is for you to make for to put you in the place to make sure that you are growing in the Word of God. But your spiritual growth and development is not just on the pastor. It's not just on the Holy Spirit. You have a part to play. Right. Are you engaged on Sundays while the preacher is going on? Or are you doing something else? When's the last time you showed up to Bible study? We've been been online for almost two years now. (laughs) When's the last time you called in for Sunday school? You could be in your bed doing your hair in the shower, eating lunch. Won't nobody know the difference. When's the last time you've taken advantage of small groups? When has your spiritual growth and development been a part of your priority? Jude is encouraging these Jewish believers that as you're growing, you'll develop a mature ear and you'll know the difference between the the real gospel and the sweet gospel. He, He shares almost what is almost like doom and gloom. But I like it because he wraps this whole thing up with helping us, helping them, but also helping us to be able to realize what's going to help sustain us from bad teaching? What's going to help sustain us from falling into sin. He says, Now unto him who was able to keep you from falling. I like it because Jude lets these Jewish believers know and lets all of us today know that God is. A keeper. <laughs> I know my time is almost up. Just roll with me this morning. He's, he, he, he's letting everybody know that God and his son Jesus Christ is a keeper. He starts off right there. I love, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Because the wording that he uses, he says, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling. Here it is. The first thing right here. The first thing right here. He's able to keep us from stumbling and falling. But I like what Jude says. He points in the direction of God. He points in the direction of Jesus. And he says, now unto him. Here it is. News saints of God. You and I are not that strong enough, you and I, I'm not that strong. I'm not that, 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 that wise enough that smart enough to be able to keep ourselves from falling but if we put our trust in God if we put our faith in God if we lean on him and depend upon him Jude says now unto him that is able to keep us from falling that word keep is a military term so it means God is on guard God is on watch God is concerned about you and I And he says, if you put your hand in my hand, in fact, if you just give me your hand and let me hold tight to you, I will make sure that you will not fall. You might be tempted, but you won't fall. You might be, you might think about it, but you won't fall. He said, if you let me, if you let me have control of your life, I'll keep you from falling. Last night, the girls and I were in Walmart. I'm running in real quick, running in real quick, running in real quick, trying to handle something real quick. I got the girls with us. Oh my gosh, you should have put them in the car because they're moving real slow. I'm on time for it. I'm trying to, listen, I just got a text from Harold saying our food is ready. I'm trying to hurry up because I want my fries to still be hot. I want my sauce just to be just right. I don't want the sauce to have impact the chicken in such a way because I like my chicken fried hard. But now it's real soft. I'm trying to get there, Jeremy, real quick to get it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, these girls are taking so long Carrie is able to pick up the pace a little bit. Kitty. she just too. So those lads was working on overload last night. And I said, I said, listen, just grab daddy's finger and I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go. And it still wasn't working. I got a hold of Kenny's hand. And when I got a hold of Kenny's hand, that speed went up just a little bit. I didn't have to worry. I didn't have to worry if she was going to get lost. I didn't have to worry if she was going to fall. In fact, Kenny didn't even know what was going on. All she knew was is that daddy has my hand. And because daddy got me, my hand he's not going to let me go any danger, seem that may come up daddy has my hand and he will safeguard and keep me away from any danger the same way I did that for my daughter is the same thing God will do for us I just don't want God so I just don't want to hold his hand I need him to hold all of me I need him to wrap his arms all around me and keep me and cover me and protect me because I'm not strong enough I don't know enough I'm not smart enough to be able to dodge because here it is this world that we live in saints of God it's a slippery slope this world that we live in it's dangerous this world that we live in is full of sin this world that we live in and there is an enemy that's roaring like a lion that's on the prowl looking to see who he can devour When you think you're strong enough, you fail. If we're going to fight the war against sin, we're going to have to put all of our self-helps and all of our self-confidence on the side and put our trust wholly in Jesus. I said, God, I need you to keep me. You know me better than I know myself. Lord, I need you to keep me. I need you to guard me. I need you to give me the grace that I need. I know you've given me saving grace, but I need you to give me sustaining grace. I need you to give me persevering grace to be able to make it through and not fall. And here it is, saints of God. Here it is. God does the keeping, but we play a part. Persistence, persistent obedience keeps us from falling to sin. Oh God, I can't get no help on that one. I said persistence, oh persistent obedience keeps us from falling into sin. When my heart and mind is geared towards pleasing God, when my heart and mind is geared towards doing what pleases God, when my heart and mind is geared towards making him happy. When my heart and mind is fixed on how can I live to bring him glory? How can I live to put a smile on his face? When we realize that the price that was paid for our salvation when we realize that this thing was not bought what Peter said with silver and gold but it was bought with the blood of Jesus Christ when I realize that then my aim and my goal becomes to obey him consistently and on purpose he's not looking for perfection because we won't be perfect until we get to heaven But he's looking for us to be obedient. He's looking for us not just to be hearers of his word, but to be doers of his word. He's looking for us to act on what he says in his word. He says, he's able to keep us. But our consistent obedience is the key to him keeping us. Jude writes this as well because there was a great falling away from the faith. People who once contended for the faith now just walked off. John said at best, he said, listen, maybe those that have walked off never really were saved. So what does Jude do? Jude acknowledges the great fallen away but then he calls for these Jewish believers to persevere and to hang in there. And the way that you and I will be able to persevere and to hang in there is going to be by the grace of God that will empower us to live a life That's pleasing to him. If we let him get a hold of us and obey his word, he says, not only, I gotta hurry up, not only will he keep us, he says, but he will present us faultless, blameless before a holy God. Wait a minute, Pastor. How in the world is he going to present us before a holy and majestic God as blameless? You have to realize it is through the finished work of Christ and through the blood of Jesus Christ that when Jesus sees you and I, he sees the righteousness of his son and not just our sins. Man, y'all should have went crazy on that right there. That we can be able, he will be able. I like what Pastor H.B. Charles, says that he can be able to keep us standing here and he can also preserve us to stand before god in heaven That he can be able to present us faultless before a holy god knowing Knowing. get this y'all Knowing that we sin every minute, knowing that we've sinned every second, but when he sees us, he will see the finished work on the cross through his son, Jesus Christ, and he will see the blood of Jesus over us, which will be accounted to us as righteous so we can stand before him. Blameless. Before a holy God. And it gets even better than that. Now, because he's able to keep us, now, because he presents us before, he presents us blameless before a righteous God. I like what Jude does. Jude lets us know, number three right here, that his ability to keep us, his ability to be able to present us faultless, ought to prompt us to have a gracious praise oh my god I gotta hurry up I love it I love it I love it I love it because I even love it what you said the latter part of verse 24 here's the thing we have to mature to the place that we get to get happy off of reading the word my goodness if the choir don't sing our song I mean if the temperature ain't right in the room but we have to go back to the hall of all saints we get excited and just shout and dance and tear a whole church up based off of the word of God he says this I forgot about this he says this in the latter part of verse 24 not only will he present us faultless before a holy god but get this y'all he will do it with exceeding joy it will bring him joy to to be able to present us before a holy god as blameless and righteous in the eyes of god then it leads to verse 25 what i love about this is that even though what Jude is saying blesses us it ain't about us (laughs) even though everything that Jude is saying ought to encourage us but Jude makes sure Jude makes sure that at the center stage that God is glorified look at verse 25 he says there you go sister Tanya he says here to the only wise God Our Savior be glory and majesty and dominion and power both now and evermore. In other words, Jude is saying, knowing that he is a keeper, knowing that he is going to present us faultless before a holy God with exceeding joy. He says that ought to prompt us to give God a gracious praise And knowing that he and only him, the only God, the only true God, is the only one that has the power to be able to keep us. It's the only one that has the power to be able to present us faultless and blameless before a holy God. And because of that, we ought to get in our practice now because once we get to heaven all that's gonna be on repeat is the angels around saying holy 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 and if we have a problem now with standing and praising and worshiping God oh God you're gonna be in trouble once you get the glory I'm not gonna wait until I get to heaven to tell God thank you for saving me I'm not gonna wait until I get to heaven to tell God Thank you for cleaning me up with your blood. I'm not going to wait until I get to heaven to tell God. God, thank you that even when I was preaching and I was sinning, you still took care of me that you did not end my life. I'm not going to wait until then, but I'm going to look back over my life right now and think about the Of God and the grace of God and the blood of Jesus, and I'm going to shout right now. I'm going to give God praise right now. I'm going to give him glory right now because of what he's done. When you get excited, About your salvation. And the miracle. That he saved. A wretch like you and I. That he loved us. The Bible says. That while we were yet sinners. He died. Knowing that there are some that will accept me and then there's some that never will. But he died. If nothing should humble us, it should be the fact that someone who knew no sin became sin so that we become the righteousness of God. And all he asks in return is for our lives. As messed up as we are, as much as the many mistakes we have made, not even before Christ, but while in Christ, And we're still recipients of His amazing grace and His amazing love. What kind of man is this that will lay down His life? So, Pastor, what's your... What's your charge? What's your thing? Plain and simple. Stop sinning. Stop sinning. Stop sinning. Because the day is now. It's not so much in your profession of Christ. I'm looking at your lifestyle. Am I looking for perfection? No. We're looking. We're looking. We're looking for fruit. And where we fail, where we stumble, there is grace available. God, there's grace. There's 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 there, there's, there's there's amazing grace that's available to us. Right now. don't have to live bound. You don't have to live in sin. You don't have to live in bondage when you know the great emancipator that over 2,000 years ago on a hill called Calvary died for our sins. If you're online, if you're in person, if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, today can be your day of salvation.